So hello everybody, welcome to In My Mug, episode 399. I'm joined, I mean, Dublin at the moment with a Costa Rican. Like, how does that happen? Uh, <laughs> well, uh, Stephen, it's a great pleasure, a great honor to be here in the Mug with all these beautiful people from uh, Has Been, all the, the enthusiasts and the coffee aficionados of Has Been Coffees. Um, we're very happy, and you can see it here, Botella Bonito, Yellow Honey, Villa Sachi. So the lot that made number one, Cup of Excellence, is particularly from this farm, Monte Yanomoni. So this is something that we're very happy to share uh, with all it has been, with all your customers, and overall, we're happy to be part of such a beautiful place, which is the numero uno, the number one. And it's, um, it's a big pleasure to be a coffee producer, a big honor to be a coffee producer. Coffee producers go through very tough times, but with good, sustainable long-term relationships like the one we have started with has been we can create things beautiful and it's amazing the story you have in the farm you, you've only really been, had the farm for the last like 18 months two years isn't it yes we uh, we took possession of the farm in November 2014 and from 2000, November 2014 to just a, a month ago you've gone from nothing a farm that nobody knew about to being Cup of Excellence number one in Costa Rica like, You've never run a farm before, have you? Hey, so, no. So, so, like, Francisco is an exporter. That was your, that, that's still your main job, isn't yes. it? And that's what you do. Yes. But you partnered up with a guy from Greece? Yeah, from uh, Czech Republic. Oh, Czech Republic, Europe. sorry, Czech Republic. Yes. And um, you bought this farm together, and you're managing it, and you've turned it around in a short time into being a Quebecans number one. Yes. What? <laughs> yes, it's... Uh, it's a beautiful story. It's a story of uh, passion, dedication. Uh, you know the work we've done in Costa Rica with many micromales. You know how we have assisted many coffee producers. And, and we have, uh, in fact, learned, Stephen, tons, tons with visiting so many producers and developing so many micromales. And I think that all this knowledge that we've absorbed from so many producers and micromailers, we put it into practice. And we have, we have improved a lot of the practices uh, soil analysis, tissue analysis, new varietals. We're planting uh, SL28 Kenya, Ethiopia 41, Ethiopia 47, uh, Geisha, Villa Sachi. Uh, we're planting, uh, last year we planted over 45,000 plants. This year we're going to be around that. So we are in constant renovation of the farm and we want to bring that farm to an excellent level so we can be an example to other producers, not only in Costa Rica, but from all over the world. This was going to be my question because as an exporter, you have this knowledge of working with all these different individuals. Have you found it hard to get a coffee producer to trust you when you say, you should do this when you're not a farmer yourself and now you are a farmer? Is that hurdle easier to convince them? They're like, look what I've done in 18 months. You should be doing this. Well, you know, in fact, we invite them to our farm and it's, and it's us who have received their orders and their advice. Uh, we really don't feel at this point with only 18 months to really uh, give advice on production. We, we receive a lot of advice from them, we implement that, and I think that it takes many years uh, to really become an expert in coffee production. I mean, climate change is a big factor now, varietals, altitude, I mean, there's so many variables that uh, the criti critical control points can vary from one year to the other, and that's where we prefer receiving advice from so many producers, 
implement and see the results and then start working on what we think our terroir, our microclimate, our soil works better for a specific variety. And I think it's always been very interesting. When I've spoken to you, you've always talked to me about new plant tissue. So you're always encouraging producers to plant new plant tissue and to make sure that you know, their plants are young and healthy and strong. Um, again, do you think because you've had this big investment in sandwich planting, that people will start to take that advice on more as well? Yes. Because they can see your results. Yes, exactly. There's two things important. Uh, you have to have at least, Stephen, 50 to 20% of your coffee plantation uh, renovated or prone or plant new, new, new varietals, new plants, because we've learned that new tissue brings better density, uh, less uh, defects on the preparation, and of course, as a result, the better color. So the younger the tissue, the better yield you have uh, per quintal, the better cup quality, therefore, uh, creating consistency in quality, which is what you grocers are looking for. For sure, for sure. So, what can we expect from the farm in the future? So you've got all of these things going on, like what's the next thing? Like, like so you, I know you, for instance, you're planting a lot of varieties that aren't coming through yet because they're still too young to, yes. to produce. Yes. Um, continue to plant experimental plots, and I think that the next step is gonna be um, partnering with a Costa Rican research institute on coffee and uh, seed bank and develop a, a special uh, work on uh, planting 102 subspecies of Arabica, which is called the core collection. And uh, with this core collection, then we cup, and it's mainly Ethiopian, mainly Kenyan, and based on this, we can uh, explore and experiment better cups and bring that to the producers that are part of the network. Now, our next stage, I think it's gonna be Costa Rica becoming a combination of Ethiopia and Kenya together. Okay. Because there's a lot of varietals from those two countries being planted as we speak. Yeah. And more to be planted. We know we got the terroir, we got the climate, we got the conditions, we got the technology, we got the will, we got the compassion, we got, we got everything. Yeah. All the elements are there. Costa Rica is a paradise. Yeah. So we think that planting more and more of those varietals, we're going to become a mega. I mean, as I you say, humbly, humbly speaking, a, a place to go and, 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 and pilgrim, pilgrimage, to, to go and see all those Ethiopians, all those Kenyans, and all those Tipinas, and all those Borbonis flourishing. And this is the thing with Costa Rica, that it's ideal because you have small farms, they're not particularly big farms, are they, in the, the context of the rest of the world, and you have people doing their own milling in the micro-mill revolution that kind of has been... Uh, expediated by people like yourself, where you have control over the processing as well, and there's just so many things. Like for instance, this is a yellow honey. Yeah. Um, it's something that's very typical in Costa Rica because of the water shortage more than anything. But it gives you a different cup profile, and it just tends to give you a sweeter cup profile, doesn't it? Yes, the yellow honey tends to leave a little more mucilage on the, on the bean. And in this case, this yellow honey is a cup very sweet. Yeah. It is a solid a boutique type microplot, 86 plus, yeah. and it's a coffee that anybody can enjoy. Yeah. It can be enjoyed on an espresso, it can be enjoyed on a French press, it can be enjoyed on a pullover. Fantastic. So the altitude of the farm is about 1,700 meters? 1,670 yeah. to 1,700. Yeah, so good altitude, 
you've got this is a Villa Sarchi, which is a Bourbon mutation, which yes. is very specific to Costa Rica. Yes, yes. Uh, Villa Sarchi is a Bourbon mutation in, in Munich, in the town of Sarchi, in the West Valley in Costa Rica. And uh, the uh, La Lana Benito is in Central Valley. Uh, Monte Llano Bonito is in West Valley. West Valley. The estate's name is Chumama de la Urdes. Yeah. It's divided in two plots. Monte Llano Bonito and Monte Lourdes. Yeah. Monte Lourdes is at sunrise. Monte Llano Bonito is at sunset, which is what you visit. And you can see like places like that. These guys will know Finca de Licho. They'll know yeah. um, the Oasis from... Uh, Arbar. Arbar. Yeah. Uh, neighbors. All yeah. those are on the same terrain. Herbazoo. Very near to Helsar. Helsar. So all this valley is just like rich and rich with like amazing corn farms and this is just the latest of them coming through yes and the idea is for you guys to celebrate and enjoy for many more years yeah the idea is to establish a long-term relationship and to continue thriving for excellence in production excellence in milling excellence in uh, cupping excellence in quality and bring excellence to your market well, I know that I've been loving this coffee. I know that these guys are going to love this coffee. Please keep doing what you're doing. Not just with this, like don't give up the exporting because I need you, buddy. I need you. Um, but uh, thank you so much for all the work that you're doing and you do for us. Um, it's a great partnership and I hope it carries on for many, many years. Absolutely. So what I'm going to do now is show you guys the map bit where you can actually see the perfect layout of this farm. The satellite view of your farm on Google Maps, on Google Maps. is phenomenal. So let's go look at the map bit. sad the last map bit with the old footage i just hope they bring back the, it's the map bit no expense spent it's not coming back is it um but what is happening we're going across the atlantic ocean and we're going to central america um we've done a lot of bolivians recently and colombians and stuff like that so it's nice to get down into uh costa rica which is where we're going to focus in on to now the beautiful country of costa rica to the south you've got tarazu to the north you've got central and western valley um, here we get a fact. Costa Rica has more than 121 volcanic formations, with seven of them being active. More interesting than Roland Staff fact. Everything is more interesting than Roland Staff fact. But we're going to zoom down and we're going to go to the Central Western Valley area. Um, and we're going to go down to a brand new farm we've never been to before, which is Mon uh, Montiliano Benito, which is... Um, well, you've just seen the guy who owns the farm, um, who is part owner of the farm. Brand new virgin land, a lot of it. So a lot of the stuff to the right there that you can see is new. Um, everything to the left is a current farm that was always there and the farmhouses are down there. So the highest point is Ciro Shapiro at 3,810 metres and the lowest point, guess what? It's the Pacific Ocean, um, which is quite wet. Um, but you see here, beautiful view of just in the distance, you can see San Jose. Um, which is to the left of us now. Um, and you just see all along the ridge some great farms that we've bought from for a very long time um, and great friends. That was the map bit. Wasn't that cool? I hope it was cool because I recorded this before I did it. But I'm sure it will be cool. We should get into the tasting. Okay, so the espresso. So what you get at the front end is very much dark chocolate, very high cocoa content chocolate. It's really kind of quite chewy, got a big mouthfeel. Um, little white wine acidity to it as well, which is kind of quite refreshing and quite zingy. 
But that dark chocolate is very much the dominant thing in the espresso. It's very good. Into the cap. Oi, that's good. That dark chocolate just powers through. Um, you really do get a big dark chocolate flavour come through the espresso. Not so much of that white acidity, the white wine acidity I was referring to. I'm sure we'll find some of that here. Yeah, there we go. It's actually much more gentle. Uh, the dark chocolate has kind of dissipated a little bit into the background. And um, yeah, that's really good. It's fantastic. So as you know, this is episode 399. The last time I'm doing it in this studio, I do call it a studio even though it's a cupboard. Um, and really it's time to get rid of the old set. Um, so, safety first children. Don't try this at home. So, oi. So I don't know if you remember this one. This was the very first one I did. And then, that one goes. Here's Johnny, a lot of anger. And do remember children, life is definitely too short for bad coffee. <laughs> I hope I press record.